We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Cash Considerations, a Chicago Bulls podcast. We're part of the Blue Wire Network. I'm Ricky O'Donnell. As always, I'm here with Jason Pat. And Jason, this is another <laughs> emergency Lonzo Ball podcast. I hate the phrase emergency podcast. This one legit is, though. <laughs> this one, well, it might be. We'll talk about yeah. it. Lonzo Ball met the media today ahead of his second operation on his left knee and his third overall operation on his left knee. Uh, which is going to take place tomorrow on Wednesday. And Ball sort of told the collective media exactly what he is experiencing with the knee. Jace, none of it is very good. <laughs> All bad. <laughs> Anzo Ball told reporters on a Zoom call, and I quote, I still can't play basketball. I can't run or jump. This tweet right here is from Cody Westerland, who said Lonzo Ball says walking upstairs is painful for him. His knee issues are affecting him in everyday life, not just from a basketball perspective. Uh, this is all very bad, Jason. When you wanted to do the podcast, my first thought was, is this really an update? Like it is an update in the sense that this is the most we've ever heard from Lonzo in terms of the discomfort he's experiencing. Uh, and certainly the fact that this injury happened on like January 14th, that was the last game he played. Yep. And he's still having pain walking up a flight of stairs. That's certainly notable, but he hasn't had the debridement yet. And essentially the doctors are going to go in there tomorrow and try to clean it up. And the hope is that Lonzo will eventually be able to take the court this season. Now, Billy Donovan's not so sure when asked <laughs> if Lonzo Ball is going to play this season or if the team has to prepare as if Lonzo might not play this season. Billy said, I think you have to. I think you have to prepare for the absence to potentially be season ending. So obviously this sucks, Jason. I mean, we've spent hours and hours of this podcast talking about how great Lonzo Ball is and why the Bulls need him so badly. 
uh, I'm not totally sure like how much changed today in terms of the Lonzo Ball situation. I still think we really won't know until he's reevaluated following the debridement. But with that said, wow, bad vibes, <laughs> yeah. horrible, and prayers up for Lonzo, man, because this sucks. This sucks hard. Yeah, I, it was also interesting. That, I mean, he even admitted like that, like the doctors just like have no idea what the fuck is going on. It was like they've done like imaging and like it seems like, again, structural, structurally, the knee is fine, uh, stuff like that. They just like don't really seem to know what's going on. So like, that's why they're doing this surgery, because, again, yeah, still dealing with pain, like seems like some days it's worse than others. But when you're still dealing with pain, like walking upstairs, I know he talked about like range of motion. He just like can't. A certain range of motion, he just can't do it, which means he can't play. Like he said, he can't run, can't jump. That just like makes it sound so much worse. That after all this time, that he can't like still like do any of that stuff. Uh, and then just like yeah, with Billy's comment about oh yeah, like you know we might have to just operate as if he's not going to play this year. Just all this put together is just depressing and brutal. And like you worry about long his long term future as a basketball player, and just like I mean, just his long term like health in general, even aside from basketball, he's like still dealing with this pain. Hopefully, as you said, the surgery does fix it. But like, what if it doesn't? And this is a situation where like, he's just dealing with knee pain for like the rest of his life. Like, will he have to like take like sh- shoot, freaking take painkillers like to play moving forward or just like have to get to a point where he has to deal with some level of pain. Like hopefully th- he talked about how that's like worst case scenario stuff. Like if he doesn't play this season, and if like we're talking about long-term stuff where like his career like is totally altered here because of this kind of stuff. But like we've had talked in like our DM chats about like whatever like with guys, our guy Steph No has talked about like whatever like knee pain. This kind of knee pain. Obviously, he's not a professional athlete, but like you worry, you hear this kind of stuff and you just worry about just this nagging knee knee stuff and that it, it sticks around. And I mean, we saw what happened with Derek Rose and his knee problems, and that just was kind of always a thing, and he's been injury prone it's bulls point guards cursed apparently uh our guy will Gottlieb tweeted out like all the bulls point guards and like how many games they've played like going back to like when dero's first tours acl and just ri- ridiculous and depressing uh so you just have to worry that this is not a long-term thing but when you hear him talking the, just the way he was describing stuff today and the, like, the doctors just like have no idea what's going on here that just like makes it like you think like what is going on here like what the hell is wrong with his knee like did they do something did something get messed up with surgery the first time did they miss something uh or is this just like a thing that's that his knee is just like permanently cooked uh again knock on all the wood that the surgery the debridement surgery tomorrow that they go in there they clean they clean stuff out they figure it out and then he comes back whenever again they say four to six weeks like i mean you hear this kind of stuff like you're we're again assuming that he won't be back till 2023 as we have mentioned multiple times before hearing the news today uh, I feel like it's just not reasonable to expect him back at any type of positive capacity until the next calendar year, 2023. Uh, and we just have to hope that he's back at some point. Uh, so, yeah, we've done. I did an emergency pod on Lonzo at the beginning of this month. We're now wrapping up September with an emergency podcast on Lonzo Ball's knee. Uh, and again, I mean, and there's a reason why we've talked so much about it. It just means a lot. He means so much to this team and it just sucks. Again, just even besides basketball. I just hope Lonzo can at least at the very least can like live his life. Okay. And moving forward. But then obviously we do hope that his knee will be cleaned up and that he'll be able to play and return to the bulls at a high level uh, because he's a great player. A lot of fun to watch helps make the bulls a lot of fun to watch. And obviously it's like his whole situation 
has a big impact on what the Bulls do as a probably a team moving forward in the coming years. Well said, Jace. Um, certainly it's very troubling. You asked me a couple of weeks ago, will Lonzo Ball play a game? I did. 22-23 season. I think I said no to that, but I, I honestly don't even remember what I said anymore. Uh, it's totally up in the air, right? Like we yeah. don't. It's like pointless to even speculate about right. it because that four to six weeks timeline for Lonzo is when they're just going to reevaluate. Him. Right. So just be like, all right, can you actually start ramping up for basketball activities right now? And then even once he can do that, there's still going to be like an extended period of him just like getting into game shape and being ready. It's totally possible he doesn't play this season. I mean, that's very much on the table. Yeah. Billy admitted that much. Yeah, we can't. Lonzo that. himself acknowledged it a bit today and called that the worst case scenario. Uh, Lonzo Ball doesn't anticipate that his knee injury will keep him out all season, said Cody Westerland. He expects to return this season, but isn't sure when. Lonzo calls missing the season a worst case scenario. So obviously the uh, the guy we've been pointing to with all this is Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn hasn't played since, I believe, May of 2021. Yeah. And he finally did right? get cleared. But again, yeah, that's we're he going over a year cleared. and a half. Basically. Yeah, he finally got cleared yesterday for Lakers training camp. So we'll be fascinating to see how Kendrick Nunn returns from that injury. It was reported that uh, New York Jets QB and former number two overall pick Zach Wilson also had this injury. So we'll see what happens with Zach Wilson. And of course, no two injuries are exactly the same. Lonzo already had a history of durability issues even before this latest snafu. Uh and I don't know, dude, it feels just a little reckless to like continue to speculate about it. But all I know is that Lonzo Ball is awesome. The Bulls are not the same without him. His impact on the team is extremely significant. And if you look at the Bulls right now, it's hard to be jacked up about their chances this season given that Lonzo's status is such a mystery and the fact that he could miss the entire season is, you know, potentially there. So this sucks, dude. I don't think anyone on the roster can replicate what Lonzo does. That goes without saying. There's not too many guys in the league who could replicate what he does. He might be the best role player in the league. And the Bulls are the Bulls are in big trouble without him. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all 
Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I, I had, when I posted the, our podcast from yesterday, our Media Day podcast, I asked, uh, this was, I think, before the Lonzo stuff was coming out. I asked, like, just Twitter followers what where they thought the Bulls would finish. I got some very optimistic answers. I also did get a few people who were like, oh, probably ninth or 10th. Although I had a few people saying, like, third, fourth, or fifth. And I was like, man, that is... <laughs> I just don't see how that's possible, especially with the Lonzo news. Like if again, if they were going into the season healthy, I could see a path to maybe being top five ish team, but it's just so hard to see that without Lonzo. Uh, as much as they want to hype up Goran Dragic, uh, don't see that. Uh, Andre Drummond talked today, uh, talked about how he still views himself as a starter, but he's going to be a good teammate and do whatever he can. Great. Thank you, Andre Drummond. You're obviously not going to start on this team unless Luge gets hurt. Um, so yeah, it sucks. Um, I, I I don't want I guess I don't want to speculate too much either. Like looking ahead forward, uh, was that just like because again, there's just like I feel like so many ways this could go. Uh, we feel bad about them like right now. Like if this goes down the tubes. Like do the Bulls start look, looking to like make big changes? I don't know. Because I don't know if I want to go that far just yet. Uh, but I guess I will bring up uh, a possible scenario. In the future, Lon- Lonzo aside, just based on some stuff we were, we saw uh, on the old Twitters today, out of Suns training camp, talk about bad vibes. Phoenix Suns training camp, awful vibes. We talked about this yesterday as well. Robert Sarver, obviously scumbag, selling the team. Jay Crowder, boss man, ninety nine. He wants out. He's done. DeAndre Ayton, thr- not thrilled at all to be there. Apparently, he looked totally down in the dumps yesterday. Today at his interview. He says he still is not talking to Monty Williams since Monty Williams benched him in game seven against the Mavs. And when they asked him if he's happy to be here, he's basically just like, yeah, I'm here. And like that, and that was it. And if you watch the video of it, I mean, he did, the guy just looks absolutely miserable. So just going in my head now, just like thinking, you like, again, if Lonzo is out and maybe you start trying to shift and we'll see like how this bull season goes. Like we talked about getting Aiden in the off season. Uh, Aiden can't be traded to like January 15th or something like that. And I think there might be other, some other rules there. I know you mentioned before the pod, like possible veto stuff, but like if Aiden is miserable and the Suns thing is just going poorly for them, he like wants out four years, I think a max deal. Would you, depending on where the, I guess maybe even irrelevant where the bulls are at, would you that try to make a play for Aiden to kind of just change the trajectory of where this bulls team is going? Yeah, I think that'd be dope because well, first of all, it would just change the team so much. Right. Because, like, the areas that Aiton is strong in are not the areas Vooch is strong in. And they do sort of need Vooch's specific skill set. But the problem is that Vooch wasn't sharp enough, like, as a shooter last year to really maximize 
his theoretical skill set. Yeah. You would do a deal for Aiton only because he's younger and he just has a little bit more all around upside. Uh, and his role in Phoenix has been mitigated a bit by the fact that, you know, it's a Devin Booker CP3 team at the end of the day. And like uh, Aiton has probably had to take a little bit more of a back seat than he thought he was going to have to as a former number one overall pick in the draft. Yeah. So would I go after Aiton? Sure. Like, why not? But, you know, this is all just total hypothetical right. for like very beyond the season, yeah. I think. It would be very hard for me to imagine the Bulls swinging a DeAndre Ayton deal in season. Now, it's possible, I guess, because Vooch is an expiring contract. Uh, yeah, and like the Suns want... Yeah, I mean, I did the yeah, that's the problem. It's like, what would the Suns want? He's got four years left on his deal. So even even if he's pouting, moping, and like if the Suns thing is going bad, like he still does have four. He's got a full four year deal. So like, there's some leverage there, even if he wants out. So like, maybe they would like. I could see Vooch being kind of attractive because they do want to win the season. He's still a decent player. But then like, what else are you trading them? Like, are you giving them like is Kobe getting in there? Uh, like, you probably don't want to trade Pat. And again, some of this depends on like how Pat is going by January 15th or whatever. Uh, do you want to give up another first round pick? Like, I'd, I guess I'd probably be fine giving up one more way down the line for a guy like Aiden, who's what, 23, 24. He's one of the best young centers in the league. At least that's like a, a long term play. Uh, I guess I just don't know what the Suns will look for. Obviously, who knows what else anybody would come to the table. All these, I mean, the, the these star trades lately, and Aiden is not on the level of of Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, some of these other stars. It's not quite there, but like he's still really good and really young. So just like how much will the Suns demand for a trade like that? I don't know. And the Bulls, as you said, just don't have that much. And if you're getting to a point where like if you have to put Pat on the table, if you have to put like multiple draft picks on the table, will that work out? I just don't really know. We're just kind of curious just because it seems like that might be a storyline out in Phoenix. And Aiden was a guy we talked about. We've talked about upgrading the center position. And with the Bulls kind of in this just like zone now where it's just like, I don't know where this is going with Lonzo being hurt and with Booch being expiring with DeMar on the little older side. Do they try to, do they try to just kind of go in a different direction sometime very soon? That's why I think the Aiden stuff is kind of interesting to at least keep an eye on. Again, yeah, I, I would not expect the Bulls to trade for Dan in this season or maybe even anytime in the near future, but I think it's at least a situation to keep an eye on. Um, even, I mean, whether Lonzo was healthy or not, I mean, you could always upgrade at center. We've talked about upgrading on Booch. In the offseason, and Aiden is a young, good young player. So something definitely to watch. Last thing I want to mention is, you know, when this Lonzo news came out, a few people I saw were like, oh, just blow it up. Like, this isn't <laughs> going anywhere. What are the Bulls hoping to accomplish? Sell high on DeRozan. Uh, you know, if you could get off Zach, uh, you know, after a year or two, maybe you'd do that. I just don't think that's going to happen because I think that while me and you want the Bulls goal to be to try to win championships, Jerry Reinsdorf runs this team like all he's after is two things. One is a luxury tax paycheck from the other big markets who are actually trying to win. And two is playoff revenue. So we could say, oh, you know if the bulls get the eight seed or whatever in hell at this point, eight, the eight seed might be overachieving. Yeah. We could say, you know, what good is that? They're just going to be food in the first round again, just like they were last year against the bucks. I think the Reinsdorf's consider the season a success. If they get a couple home playoff games 
and they get that extra gate revenue and the extra concessions to them. That's what it's all about. So I do not anticipate that the bulls are going to blow this up at all. Not when you got a healthy tomorrow and a healthy Zach. I also think that Karnashov has got the job because he did not talk about wanting to, you know, build organically through the draft in his interview. He, I'm sure he didn't go up there and be like, well, we're going to be bad for five more yeah. years, but I'm going to pick better players in the draft and uh, we're going to do asset accumulation and I'm going to do this better than, you know, the last bosses. No, he went up there and was probably like, yeah, I'll get us back in the playoffs. Yeah. You know, and so it's, we'll something, I t- something I totally missed yesterday. I think, we, I think we both missed it. I just did not see like AK saying this. I mean, he talked about the goal being to like, get to the second round this season, like at media day, like he, he, uh, I totally missed his quote saying that, but that's what he said. And like, even, and this is with knowing Lonzo, the Lonzo situation being shitty. So it's like they, with Damar and Zach and Vooch, they're like in this continuity and whatever adding depth, like they think their goals are to at least make win a playoff series. Uh, if that's, uh, obviously we might think that may be kind of delusional at this point, but they at least have to think that way, I guess. And yeah, I don't think they're blowing up anything. This unless I think it would have to get really, really bad, like right away, for them to consider like trading Demar. I don't think Zach. I mean, Zach can't be traded either until whenever January, whenever that's December, or January. Uh, I can't remember the exact date. Probably the same thing as Aiden. I can't remember if that's December or January or not. Uh, and I just, I, I just, I just don't know if that'd be like a great look. Also, like around the league, uh, if you like after one plus season you just totally destroy you sign your best player sign your best young player youngish player zach and then you tra- flip around turn around and trade him right away obviously they did pay him so maybe that helps and like with demar too like i guess if you trade him somewhere like good for him like maybe it doesn't matter and say so you'll at least take care of him like if they trade him to the lakers or some shit uh and it would just seem really weird to like turn like just to turn around and like give it up give up on this already even though it does seem kind of bleak right now I still feel like there's possible maybe pathways out of it with Pat being, if Pat becomes good, I mean, you still, Zach is a good player. Maybe there is a way to pivot where this, where you don't have to do the tank route again, because I just really don't want to do that. Uh, Even though I know there are some merits to it. Uh, But I mean, in this NBA these days, like with the flattened lottery odds, it becomes more difficult to tank and be successful doing it. And we just saw the Bulls be the worst team in the NBA for four years. So I just like, I know they're like outpicks now. Uh, it just would be really tough to, I think, turn right back around and go into like a tank mode again for a few years. When you're like the Bulls, I feel like the uh, franchise, like the Bulls shouldn't have to tank to like get out of their hell. We've seen other teams go from like NBA hell to being an NBA finals contender. Uh, so I, ideally, I'd like to see the Bulls try to get out of this and get in and this seeming NBA hell that they might be heading into right now and somehow get out of it and become a contender, but it's tough. Building contenders is difficult and the bulls don't always operate or rarely operate like the big market team. Like they are. Uh, so we'll see it's a tough situation, but again, we'll have to just cross our fingers that this Lonzo surgery goes well tomorrow. And that's basically it. Ricky, do you have anything else here? It's all for me. All right. Uh, that'll do it for us here at cash considerations for this quick latest Lonzo ball update. Kind of depressing, but again, we just have to deal with it. Cross our fingers. Training camp has begun. Uh, I uh, the next I believe the first preseason game is next week uh, against the Pelicans. I believe is the first preseason game. Uh, I think it's next Tuesday. So Bulls play in about a week from now. 
And yeah, so they'll do it for us here at Cash. As I said, as always, shout out to the Blue Wire Network. If you like what we're doing here at Cash, please go check out all the other great pods all across the Blue Wire Network with the season starting up. Great NBA content all across the Blue Wire. Um, for us here at Cash, please rate and review us. Give us those five-star ratings. Um, we're, all, we're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, all those good places. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore J. I also just did a long podcast uh, with the with Dan Favale on the Hardwood Knox podcast talking about the Bulls. Uh, so go, please go check that out. I retweeted that on my Twitter feed. Uh, Ricky, I believe you did write quickly about this Lonzo thing as well at SB Nation. Yep. Uh, you can follow Ricky at SB Nation or at SBN underscore Ricky. Um, so we got some content up for the last couple days. And obviously, if you haven't listened to our Media Day pod, we had a long, hour-long pod yesterday on, on the Cash Considerations feed. So go check that out as well if you haven't yet. So uh, that is this has been Cash Considerations, HKI Wolf Podcast. We will talk to you guys next time. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.